Kia ora, I'm Strawn Coleman from Commoners Communion. I'm a writer and a musician from Aotearoa, New Zealand. This prayer is called Let Love Ache from Prayer Volume 1. Father, give me courage to keep on loving when others keep on hurting. Help me to live an achy love, a gritty, persistent and emptying love. A love that's not afraid to flow toward the other who has little left to offer in return. And may I tread faithfully with heaven through the unfinished work that's surrounding me. Love would be easy if it was a one-off kind of thing. A brother that listens to your wise advice, a friend who finally comes round to seeing things as you do, a child who doesn't make the same mistake two, three, or a hundred times. But love is more achy than that. Because loved ones don't always get healed, minds don't always clear instantly, the dead don't resurrect to satisfy our grief. The longer we walk through the ache of love, the harder it becomes to continually choose that path. May you choose love again today, because it is right, because it is good, and because it is ultimately worth the trouble. Keep loving the person who never seems to change. Keep hoping for the grace of God to rise with tomorrow's morning, and even if it doesn't, keep loving. Because though love aches, it's the greatest thing we have on this sweet earth. I think when I wrote this um, prayer, it had mostly come from the sense of my love for God being quite a painful love in that season of my life. As I mentioned before on this podcast, I spent a number of years sick and during that time, Not only was I sick, but my kids were sick and my finances ran out and it was bad at times. We couldn't really buy food and we relied on other people and their generosity, which was a really humbling experience. And we couldn't put petrol in the car and our phones were threatening to get cut off and it was really difficult. But all through that time, I was growing in the sense of God being close to me, not in a euphoric emotional way. In fact, I don't think I felt Him emotionally for like five years. It was very much a dark night of the senses for me. What I was learning was that God's love for me was persistent and generous throughout that time in which it was hurting me to believe it. And I think sometimes we can go through moments in our life where it's almost offensive to accept that God could love us as He is in that moment, whilst everything is completely untethered, while prayers aren't being answered, while we feel destitute, while things are so bad. I wonder if this is part of a lost art of our culture, actually. I've been thinking a lot recently about the language of, I fell in love or I fell out of love. And the way that we treat love as this kind of emotional, almost intangible thing that kind of happens to us or we happen to it and it can come and it can go. Whereas the kind of love that God has, it's it's not something that you fall into or out of. It's an existence. It's a way of being. Love is God's nature. It would be impossible for God to fall out of love because He would have to fall out of Himself. 
And so God's love is present even during His disciplining, even during His grieving or His frustration or His heartbreak, just like we feel He feels those things too. And it's persistent, it's gritty, and it aches. And so He makes a way for us too in our marriages, in our friendships, in our church life, in our work life, to be able to say, I love you now, even though it aches and it is gritty. Even though for me to love you right now costs me a lot because your behavior isn't changing, because your attitude's not changing, because I feel empty and you're giving nothing to me. And that is gritty love. That is persistent, difficult love. I think it's worth noting on that sense that that kind of love is impossible. And if you're listening to me right now thinking that that sounds idealistic, you're absolutely right. And I wonder if that kind of love only kicks in when we run out, when the sense of us being able to love out of fullness completely comes to an end and we're just done and we have nothing left. And all of a sudden that relationship just feels like it's on the burn and there's no way that we can restore it. It's in those moments that if we can learn to let God in, if we can seek Him for His love, if we can accept in humility that we don't have enough gas in the tank to love that way, that we can receive the grace to love how God has loved us. And in a lot of ways, that's what the cross was. It was God's way of saying, it is impossible to fully love without passing through death without crucifying our emptiness, without crucifying our need to receive it back, without crucifying our list of things that need to be done in order for us to love someone, we need grace to love. And that kind of grace to love can only come from receiving God's love first. And if we can't accept that God loves us on our lowest days, if we can't receive His love in our most shameful moments, then we won't be able to give that kind of love to others on their lowest days or on their most shameful moments. And so again, we find that in ourselves, learning to love others flows from our learning to receive God's love so that the kind of achy love that we're loving doesn't exhaust us or burn us out or run us dry, but is this flow of receiving God and giving God away. As I've gotten older, I've thought a lot about love, kind of like a rubber band. You stretch it, you stretch it, you keep stretching it. It's like, as I walk through my life, I feel like I'm being stretched this way. And on one end, love becomes more sweeter, more pure. I feel like I love people now with a depth that I could never love them before. It made me feel like, what, what did I even think love was 15 years ago? But at the same time, on the other end of that rubber band, is it stretching out as the pain and the grief and the ache, because I see brokenness for what it is too and evil for what it is selfishness for what it is I feel the ache of not receiving that love from others I feel the grief of God when I look at the world and I see the way that we treat people who aren't like us be they refugees or our neighbor or our boss that we don't like or our pastor or our congregants whatever it is and that aches to me I I think the nature of feeling love more powerfully is that you will feel grief more powerfully too 
an achy love, isn't afraid of either of those ends of the spectrum. I want to love in a way that I can, I can allow myself to grieve because it's worth the cost to receive the tenderness and sweetness of love at the other end of that spectrum. Give me courage to keep on loving when others keep on hurting. Help me to live an achy love, a gritty, persistent, and self-emptying love. A love that's not afraid to flow toward the other who has little left to offer in return. And may I tread faithfully with heaven through the unfinished work that is surrounding me. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Commoners Communion Podcast. I'm your host, Strawn Coleman. You can find out more about me and what I'm doing at commonerscommunion.com. You'll also find retreats that I'm running, events that I'm doing, and my prayer book there too. A huge thank you to Jonathan Class for composing the music that you hear on this episode and for helping me to produce this season. If you'd like to stay in touch more regularly, I post prayers every couple of days on Instagram, commoners underscore communion. I also stay in touch for conversation and post events regularly there. It's the best place to keep in touch. Thanks again for listening. Have an awesome day.